Welcome to the Think Education podcast and welcome to 2023, uh, which is strange as Judith and I are recording this as you listen to this in the past. And as we record it, we're recording it for the future. So it's kind of that takes us back to the back to the future theme that we had in our in our first book. Um, and indeed has been prevalent in almost everything we've talked about since since then. Um, but anyway, uh, welcome to 2023. Um, we're wishing everybody uh, a happy new year um, ahead and certainly a, a more stable than we've had in the, the last couple. Um, ideally, we're, we're just trying to sort of set the scene for what's going to happen over the next, I suppose, maybe five, six weeks, something like that. Um, we've got an exciting new series uh, of international voices um, from professional colleagues around the world where we shamelessly leverage their expertise while we sit back and listen and learn um, <laughs> and, uh, and use this as a platform to, to try and further some, some really insightful conversations that, that we've had with, with colleagues from a very diverse set of backgrounds. Um, and I mean, Judith, this is really an extension of what we do with our writing, isn't it? We, we come up with a half-brained idea that we can't understand and we don't have an answer to, and then we ask people smarter than us with clearer ideas, and we sit back and, and it makes more sense. Um, that sounds about right, Absolutely. doesn't it? Absolutely. That is exactly what I was, I was going to say, actually, Chris. We ask the questions, and we pose a lot of questions, and then we, we find... Um, in intelligent expert individuals to give some answers and they do give some answers they give some exceptionally good answers they raise a few other questions as well yes but um but we've we've got um several people that are going to be joining us as chris has said over the next sort of six or so weeks from uh ex ambassadors mm, and yeah. diplomats, US diplomats. So Michael Pelletier, um, who's now the director of um, executive director for the Institute of Global Engagement at the University of Houston, um, but was a US diplomat for, for many, many years. Um, to Vivian Stern, MBE, who's obviously chief exec of Universities UK um, now and uh, was um, amongst other other roles, obviously, director of Universities UK International, to, to Jazreel Gogh, uh, also MBE, who's recently taken up a, a role of director of the British Council in Malaysia, but was for many, many years, of course, leading the British Council in, in China. And other, other colleagues, um, other experienced colleagues as, as well. Um, so I think it's going to be a great series uh, and it's um, and it's interesting the direction that some of the conversations are taking, isn't it, uh, Chris? As as we start to start to have the discussions with them, some of these uh, colleagues as well are also providing uh, contributions to the latest book that Chris and I are writing for um, for for Outledge. Uh, on you know the identity shaping and changing of the identity of universities and and the impacts and changes for international higher education and we've got a chapter that um, bring together a number of different sort of professional reflections of colleagues such as those I've mentioned such as Andrew Disbury who used to 
uh, who worked for many years in in higher education in the UK, but also uh, an expert within China as well, worked in the British Council in China, fluent in Chinese, um, uh, as well as, as being uh, the inaugural president UK for, for MSM. Um, and Edward Harcourt, who's president at, uh, vice president at, at, at QS and other colleagues too, you know, so those colleagues having that, um, having that uh, opportunity to hear from them in podcasts, but also for them to be c- contributing to that, that chapter. And it's been fascinating, hasn't it? As those reflections have been coming in, Chris, to, to uh, hear about um, and read about where, where colleagues of uh, where we've been coming from and where potentially we're going to as well some some of the some of the comments really agreeing chiming with each other other comments i think and we won't spoil spoil it because we want people to listen and or read um some that we might not necessarily have thought of oh absolutely um i think it's interesting because there's despite the diversity of experiences of our speakers and indeed backgrounds, um, uh, ages, races, nationalities. Um, there seems to be a, a shared DNA of, of people that are involved in, in international education, you know, whether you've experienced it as a student or as a, as a administrative or, or academic or, or, you know, executive member of staff. Um, and yet, yeah, you're absolutely right. There are still, and that's the beauty of it. There's still very different perspectives and very different, um, you know, ways of, of, conceiving of problems or even just looking at, at something in a in a in a in a, a way different from you know from maybe you or I have have done. Um and, and that's I think for me has been has been fantastic. And indeed in some of the podcasts I'm I, I sort of have to think back and think, did I even say anything? I'm I'm sure I said hello at the beginning, but it's just a case of you know sitting back and listening to the you know the the fantastic experiences that have shaped, you know, the way the way these people think and and indeed the way they continue to engage with others. Um, um, and I think that for me has been across, you know, all the people we've spoken to, and as you say, not, we're not revealing any, any, but I mean, one of the, uh, one of the real, you know, I think messages I've taken is, is how committed these people are, you know, how genuinely passionate they are about what they do and, and how much it's benefited them and how much it can benefit other people. And, you know, despite all the challenges and despite all the obstacles, you know, the, I think it's a calling. I mean, it's, it's not a profession, right? It's a, it's a genuine, you know, need to do this. And I think that that really comes across very, very strongly in, in our, in our conversations with, with colleagues. Um, and that, you know, so, so many of them have had so many different experiences over the years in, in different countries. And, you know, um, and the, you know, a number of, have had, and are having careers that span 30, 30 yeah. years, you know, but there might be instances, you know, of, of international mobility, international opportunity that, that somebody undertook in the 80s or 90s that really shaped and changed their, their views and sent them in a direction that they didn't necessarily plan yeah. but they definitely didn't plan yeah um but but an, an exciting one and i guess really just opened opened doors that uh that the people were brave enough probably as well to go through 
you know, without not not knowing what was going to happen, not knowing what the experience was going to be like, but but knowing that whatever was going to happen, you know, it was going to be something that potentially was life-changing and would shape. And, and I suppose it did also make me think and reflect, as we often do ourselves, don't we, on our own experiences. And, and I suppose with, with international higher education in particular and with universities and colleges and schools, you know, very often as well, you're, you've got an opportunity to do something that is in a safe environment yeah, yeah. where you're taken care of you know, where, yes, you're going experiencing something on your own and it is 100% yours, nobody else is doing it, you're, you're doing, but you've got people there that are there to, yeah. to support you. So if there is a problem or you do need to get home or whatever, you know, you've, you've, got, you've got people there um, that, that, can, that can be there for you at any point. And I think that is something that is also very powerful isn't it with regard to education it can give you the opportunity yep. but it's also there to support you if and if and when you when you need it and I think that that's something that um as you as you say for many of these individuals as well because they've had that experience I think it does make it more of a calling to be part of education yeah. because they really feel personally and deeply you know what you know what it's what it's been like and you know, I think for for many of us, that would be something that's just shaped our shaped our views and our behaviours throughout the years, isn't it? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, they they, they demonstrate a, a level of responsibility and and commitment too. And I think what's what's really interesting is that at no point did anybody that we speak to essentially profess that they know the answers. You know, they're all constantly reevaluating, they're constantly reflecting, they're constantly asking questions, they're constantly learning from students, parents, colleagues' experiences. Um, and that's, that's very, I mean, obviously healthy and refreshing, but it's also very encouraging that, you know, the, the people in these types of positions are committed, engaged, and curious. I mean, that's, yeah. that's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, so um, I, I I enjoyed it. I, I know you you enjoyed it. We've we've enjoyed listening um, to them and, and asking questions when when we could um, think of something that measured up to the quality of what we were what we were hearing. Um, and obviously, we hope that just that... to prove that we were still there, really, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. Just uh, so they knew. Yeah, that absolutely. It was our podcast. Yes. Quite yeah. right. Quite. Yeah, right. No, it was it was brilliant, and you know, and we are in obviously in the process of doing this, so we. We've got others that we're talking to as well and, in, and engaging with. And, yeah, I'm, I'm always mindful whenever we talk to our professional colleagues or as we have in the past and continue now with, our, with, a, with, with students, be they undergraduate, postgraduate, you know, or PhD students, you know, it's, um, it's just wonderful to hear colleagues' uh, points of view. But also, as you say, you know, the... Um, the the fact that it, it's okay to ask questions and it's okay not to know the answer or it's okay to, to proffer an answer that you have no idea if that's going to happen or not. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. fine. Yeah. That's, that's life. You know, none of us 100% know what's going to happen at all. So let's be curious. You know, let's ask a few questions. Let's talk to people. Let's build up these networks and, and learn from each other and won't that make the world a more exciting and, and positive place. So 2023, 
Let's hope for a good one. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, We've got a Rugby World Cup coming up, so that can't <laughs> be a bad thing. I'm, I'm noting, Chris, that you know, you're not going to be actually massively excited at the prospect of a Rugby World Cup, but I will promise that I won't talk about it too much when it comes to that time, but it could be that um, I'm absent from quite a number of podcasts because oh. I will have uh, and, you and in the summer of 23, we have the Women's World Cup football in Australia and New Zealand. So that'll be, a, that'll be a, an interesting one too. So, yeah, no, plenty of... Uh, and uh, exciting things, exciting things happening, exciting things happening. And, yeah, and hopefully, you know, we'll all be mindful of the challenges that the planet faces. We'll all think about... Uh, you know, how we can help protect it and how to take it forward. But we'll also, you know, be bold and be ambitious and be a bit curious. Did we did we just rank our podcast as more as higher than both the, the Women's World Cup and the Rugby World Cup? Or is it sort of on a parallel? I'm, I wasn't sure what just oh, happened. Think, let's, let's say it's on a parallel. There we are. Well, sure. I don't know, actually. I think yeah. the Women's World Cup might just about tip over because it's the yeah. F. It certainly the, the the Euros were superb, but I then sitting in the UK I probably would say that. Yeah. Uh, let's see what happens with the Rugby World Cup. Yeah. Who knows? We we do in in the, the book that will be coming out um, later on this year talk about the power of sport. We do sport sport diplomacy. We do sport and education. So at least there there will be an excuse uh, during that period of time to be. Talking about the power of sport as well as the power of education. Let's see how that goes. Absolutely. Well, we uh, we've had fun uh, recording these, um, and we hope people enjoy enjoy listening um, listening to them even. <laughs> <laughs> if you can, if you can if you can navigate um, the the <laughs> the flawed English that I'm producing, but uh, either way, um, there you don't have to listen to me talk very much, or you can just enjoy the other people, which is which is fantastic. So. Um, uh, happy New Year, everybody, and um, and uh, here's to many more podcasts.